Welcome, everybody, to Shits and Giggles with Joey Keenan. This is Shits and Giggles, and I am a floating head. How is everybody doing today? Listen, I made a game-time decision before filming this episode. I was wearing a t-shirt, and I was like, I'm a little chilly. I should throw on a sweatshirt. So I threw on a sweatshirt, and, um, you know, I obviously knew coming into this that it's matching. The sweatshirt is the same color as the background, but I was like, you know what? Who fucking cares? Who gives a shit? The, um, in the beginning of me doing this podcast, in the very, very beginning, I had this notion that like I wanted to have a different outfit for every single episode. And you only see the top half of me, so that means I would need you know, a new sweatshirt, flannel, jacket, t-shirt, something. Every single episode. And, you know, as this year has gone on, I've realized, first of all, that is such a stupid thing to care about. That is such a stupid thing to worry about. And even more than that, like, I got to start acting like my tax bracket, bro. Like, who am I to want a new thing every single episode? And... Obviously, this sweatshirt, I've never worn this sweatshirt in an episode before, but, you know, screw it. Screw it. Who cares? I, I cut myself shaving today. I, I As time goes on, I'm, I'm worrying less and less about repeat outfits, you know, what I look like on here. I'm trying to keep this shit raw, baby. I want to keep this shit as raw as possible. Uh, so yeah, how's everyone doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I've actually had a great week. Um, I'm at peace. I'm protecting my peace, dodging phone calls. I'm doing all that shit. And um, look, man, growth. This is. It feels like there's a light around me. It feels like, you know, things things are gonna go my way soon. However, right before I started filming this, also. I just got declined for a C4 sponsorship, which, by the way, I only applied for the C4 sponsorship because I'm connected to the guy that runs the social media for C4 Energy. And I was like, fuck it. I'll apply. I got a booming podcast. Why not? You guys don't see the uh, audio only listens, but shit's cooking over there. So I was like, you know what? Let me apply for the C4 um, sponsorship. And I uh, just got an email. They declined my ass. They were like, nah, we're not, mm-mm, nah. When the guy who runs the social media fucking told me to apply for it in the first place, so that's like a double fuck you. It's like, yeah, Joey, you should apply for this. We got this new program coming out where you'll get free C4. You'll, you'll get a stipend every month. And I was like, say that. Applied, put my all into the application, show them the stats, show them the clips. And then and they declined me. So, I'm not going to let that ruin this episode. We have a lot to talk about today. We have a lot to talk about today. This is going to be a very, very good episode. Um, follow the podcast's Instagram account. Need I say more? But yeah, man, what's uh, what's been going on this week? A lot's been going on. Um, the world's on fire. Uh, I'm in northern Jersey, as most of you already know. And apparently we're getting affected by the wildfires that are going on in Western Canada. 
the math there ain't mathin'. But for some reason, for some reason, the wind, Jesus, someone's involved. Someone's sending the smoke all the way down here to, like, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, you know, the tri-state area. I don't know where the fuck Canada gets off doing this shit. Where the fuck do they get off? It makes no sense. And it's funny because I'm filming this on Thursday. Um, so on Tuesday, maybe even Monday, I remember like driving around and I was like, does it seem smoky out here? I thought I was bugging. Like I thought, I thought I was bugging. Like I thought I was the only one who noticed, but, uh, turns out later that night, turn on, uh, the old TikToks and I realized, oh shit, the world's burning up North. The Canadians, they're, uh, they're jammed up up there, huh? The Canadians, they don't. They don't know how they don't have a fire department, I guess. I don't understand how this happens. I don't understand how multiple different wildfires can start in multiple different areas. So I asked my girlfriend, she's a uh, she's like a environmental expert. So that's her major. You know what she said to me? She said that uh, wildfires can sometimes be good. Sometimes they're necessary. Sometimes people set wildfires because they're necessary. Pick a side. What do you mean they're sometimes necessary? I feel like these environmental people, I feel like they kind of just, they, they, they tote their feet on two separate sides of the fence. Like, I feel like if there, if it was a small fence between two different sides, I feel like somebody like me, who's tall, has a lot of fucking area uh, between their dick and the ground. I feel like w- the, their right side, their right foot would be on one side of the fence and their left foot would be on the other. And they're just walking down. Walking down the line. Walking down the fence. What do you mean wildfires are sometimes good? Listen, I remember when I was in California my first uh, semester of college. And just a few miles away from where I was living, there was a really bad wildfire. I think it was the Getty fires. I don't know what that means. But there were really bad wildfires. And it was it reminded me a lot of what's going on right now with the smoke. Um, And I remember back then, like, on Twitter and Instagram, people like, oh, this is so bad for the environment. Like, we're fucked. All the green's going away. And now, fast forward four years, I have a college-educated woman coming to me being like, what's wrong with what, what's wrong with some wildfires? Wildfires are good for the environment. <coughs> Logic's not checking out. I got a lot of questions. I don't have a lot of answers. All that I know is... When I'm in my room, you know, watching the telly, it's yellow outside and it's kind of like a vibe. I feel like I'm in a western movie. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm living in a wet in an old western right now. I feel like it's like a filter outside. Like I'm living in Mexico with a fucking one of those hats on me and those like kind of like oval sunglasses and a you know, bag of cocaine in my wallet. That was offensive, but uh what else? Like I said, a lot to talk about today. There's a lot to talk about. The uh, Apple, Apple, uh, Apple drew their hand. Apple finally showed us what they've been working on, and they uh, they announced their goggles. Their uh, their Apple. I don't even know what they're called. The, I'm just gonna call them Apple goggles. I mean, I'm not gonna try to. Oh, Vision Pro. That's what they're called. They're called Vision Vision Pros. 
if you're new here, if you're new to the podcast, uh, I should tell you we talk about uh, virtual reality a lot on the program. It's a it's a very common topic of discussion, and you know, for past six months, I've been talking a lot about Mark Zuckerberg. I've been talking a lot about the metaverse, and I guess Apple beat them to it. Apple beat Meta to the punch. Um, they announced these goggles that are going to cost thirty five hundred dollars. They're kind of they're kind of cool looking. People are making fun of the way that they look, but I'm kind of fucking with them. Like it kind of looks like Kanye designed them. Like they like they're kind of futuristic esque. I love saying that word esque. I'm gonna incorporate that into my vocabulary more often. But the um, the Apple goggles, <laughs> the Apple goggles, they don't really seem that like that nice. Like. The f- like, I was expecting more from the um, virtual reality, augmented reality type shit. Like, it kind of just seems like a like an iPhone that you just don't need to hold. It's just, like, in your eyes. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to trash it too much, but I was just kind of hoping Mark Zuckerberg would be the one. Not Tim Cook, that old fart. Dude, Tim Cook, who even is that guy? He's just been riding on the reputation of Steve Jobs for the past what decade? He's got no, he's got no riz. He's got no technology riz. Tim Cook. This is the best he came up with. It was actually funny. I saw the video of them actually announcing it. There was like some sort of like meetup with a bunch of Indians and Asians who were, you know, really uh who really care about what Apple's got coming out and they were announcing the Vision Pros and when the price tag came up they it was like an audible groan in the audience, like a like a mist of disappointment over the crowd. And it was interesting to see. It 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 says a lot about where we're at as you know a a one a uh, one world nation. You know, that's not new world as the new world. It says a lot because you know we we're, we're coming out of a pandemic right now. We're uh, we're coming out of a pandemic, and I feel like people are really craving human interaction. And um, Tim Cook came out and put this bullshit down our down our throats, and like expecting us to like really love it. Nah, nah. We need fucking Mark Zuckerberg to call the shots. Mark Zuckerberg is the one who's gonna bring us into augmented reality. This Apple goggle shit. <laughs> I love saying that. Apple goggles. They, um, this isn't it. This shit's going to fail. This shit's going to fail miserably. I already know. And, you know, I hope it works. I'm not against it. I'm not against it, but I feel like they kind of showed their hand a little too early. I feel like we're not there yet. I feel like it's going to take a couple more years before we're at the point where everyone's walking around with goggles on, you know, looking at looking at porn while they're in a Starbucks. You know, I feel like we're a couple years away from that. Again, I'm not against it, but we're in trouble. We are in trouble. I mean, the fact that I am coming on here being like, eh, everybody being in their own virtual world 24-7 doesn't really sound like that bad of an idea. That just shows that we're in trouble. That shows that the rapture's coming. That shows that, that shows that something something got disconnected in the past 
five years where like that's okay. If you were to ask me about like what I think about virtual reality and augmented reality twenty in twenty nineteen, twenty eighteen, I'd be like, fuck that. Who who's coming up with that? We need to lock them up. But now I'm kind of sitting here like Hmm. Doesn't sound like a bad idea. Dude, God's probably up there right now being like, what the fuck are the humans up to right now? What are they doing? They're trying to they're trying to like leave the reality. They're trying to leave you know, what I've created and just start their own thing. Like fucking, I don't know, what's a band that's broken up? Fleetwood Mac? I don't even know. I don't even know the Fleetwood Mac Mac more. Fleetwood Mac lore. Been using that word a lot lately, lore. It's funny, dude. Dude, this shit, like I said, this has been a very crazy week. I've been hearing a lot of things going on, and I'm, you know, I'm a little concerned. The the apple goggles and the wildfires are, frankly, the least of my concern, <laughs> which is saying a lot. The fact that the world is burning around me and there's smoke everywhere, that that didn't make me scared, and then seeing apple goggles being released, and that that also didn't really show any concern for me that's uh that's troubling that is uh concerning um i see this news story um apparently apparently governors of states are playing hot potato with migrants which is so funny um apparently ron desantis shipped a bunch of migrants over to California, um, and Gavin Newsom is not happy about it. He's pissed. Gavin Newsom is the uh, is the governor of California, and Ron DeSantis is uh, Florida's governor. And this has been going on for the past like year or two already, but this just came in the news. Apparently, <laughs> apparently Gavin Newsom's pressing charges against Ron DeSantis. He's like. He's bringing on um, kidnapping charges, which is just fucking so great. Again, this is this week's version of comedy writes itself. I don't even need to come up with angles a lot of the times. I could just come on here and just speak about what's happening in the world. And I don't have to do much more because it's just funny how it is. The Florida Division of Emergency Management on Tuesday confirmed the state was behind recent migrant flights to California amid a growing feud between the Golden State's governor, um, Gavin Newsom, and the Sunshine State's governor, Ron DeSantis. So they got beef. Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom has some beef. They're sending migrants. They're playing basically, like I said, hot potato with each other. Like, here, here, you take these 30 Mexicans. And then Gavin Newsom's like, I don't want these 30 Mexicans. You take them back. It's just like that, back and forth, week by week. What's the difference between migrants and immigrants? Forgive, forgive my ignorance. Forgive my ignorance. I'm a white man, so I often don't give a lot of energy towards this type of stuff because, you know, I woke up, I woke up blessed. I woke up blessed, so I don't know the difference between migrants and immigrants, but I'm going to ask you the question, what is the difference? My understanding is, I know what a migrant is. I don't really know what the definition of an immigrant is. I know a migrant, I'm pretty sure, means like they're like escaping something. Like they kind of 
they kind of were brought in by the U.S., right? Like, they didn't really come here on their own, on their own accord. Like, migrants were in trouble in Cuba, Guatemala, or something. And the U.S. intervened because that's what we always do, and we save them from that. That's my understanding, but I could be wrong. And immigrants, again, I'm not 100% sure, but immigrants are just, like, people who just, like, come here just because, like, just because, like, they heard, like, Popeye's is serving chicken sandwiches or something like that, right? Is that is that accurate? Is that accurate that immigrants come here for Popeye's and migrants come here for safety? Is that, uh... Is that an accurate representation of where we're at? But yeah, man, this shit's hilarious. From left-leaning mayors in El Paso, Texas, and Denver, Colorado, the relocation of those illegally crossing the United States border is not new. Division uh, Division of Emergency Management spokesperson Alicia Collins said in a statement to The Hill, but suddenly... When Florida sends illegal aliens to a sanctuary city, it's false imprisonment and kidnapping. Okay, so I guess I guess migrants is just the politically correct term for immigrants. I guess it's the same shit. That's what I'm understanding from that paragraph. But how funny would it be to be a fly on the wall? And to hear uh, Gavin Newsom's reaction to DeSantis shipping migrants over to him. Like, he's probably, like, laying in bed at, at night, unwinding from his day of being governor of California. And, um, I don't know, I guess his chief of staff or something calls him up and is like, and is like uh, you'll never guess what Ron did. And Gavin's like, what did Ron do now? And the chief of staff's like, he fucking sent 150 Cubans to California. And then Gavin Newsom's like, oh, Jesus. Turns over to his wife and is like, honey, fucking Ron's trying to get under my skin. And the wife's like, just ignore him. And Gavin's like, I can't ignore him. I got to do something about this. But then, like, I don't know, the chief of diversity or whoever's in charge of immigration, like, calls Gavin up. is like, can we keep him? One of them can sing and dance. I want to keep them. Can we keep these? Can we keep these migrants? They're kind of funny. They're kind of funny. I want to keep them. And Gavin's like, we're not keeping the fucking migrants. Send them back. But then, like, the, the chief of immigration's like, but they're so cute. I want to keep them. Please, I'll take care of them. And then Gavin's like, all right, fine, if you take care of them. But I'm not taking it out to shit like it's a dog. And I wonder if that's kind of what the conversation goes like. Obviously, that's a little bit dramatized. But I feel like the conversation goes a lot like that. Where, like, Gavin doesn't want to keep the fucking migrants that got sent over by Ron, who's just, like, trying to play a prank. <laughs> like a YouTube video. Like, it's Nelk. Today, we're going to be sending 300 fucking Guatemalans over to California and see how they like it. Like, that's like that shit's just fucking hilarious. But again, the world's ending. The fact that this is even a conversation that needs to be had. Um, But yeah, like, and then Gavin's just pissed. But then there's like a lady who's like, no, we need to keep them. We need to keep them to continue to diversify California. 
Which, by the way, I've been to California. There's no white people there. There's At least I didn't see any because I guess all the white people there are rich. All that I saw were Asians and Mexicans. That's all, that's all I saw. That's all I saw in California. And then I guess all the white people, they are like up in the hills, not dealing with anything. Just Asian people, which is fine. I love Asians. And I love Mexicans even more. But like, I don't think California needs to diversify any any further. I feel like they need to get more whites in there. I feel like they need to start shipping the white people from middle America over to California as opposed to Puerto Ricans, you know? Hey, man, what do I know? I'm just Joey. See, I'm drinking Celsius. Fuck you, C4. To be honest, I don't even like C4 anyway. I've talked about it on the uh, podcast before, but C4 makes my skin tangle. Celsius is, one, way more delicious, and B, doesn't make my skin tangle. So, you know, I guess I'll be waiting for the Celsius sponsorship now. Fuck you, C4. Fucking pricks. Did me so dirty. Did me so, so dirty. But yeah, man, the news is a funny, uh, funny place to look at these days. A lot of stuff going on in the news. Some dude opened up a plane door in Korea because he had anxiety and uh, wanted to get off quickly. Like, apparently, like, the plane was landing and I think, uh, Seoul, Korea, is that what it's called? I don't know. What do I know? But, uh, it was landing and some guy was like, I'm going to be the first one out of here because I'm feeling anxious. So get me the fuck off this plane. And he opened up the, the door. Thankfully, I don't think anyone died or anything. I think there was just some injuries. But, like, that's a problem now. Like, <laughs> the fact that there's people out there who just think that behavior is okay. People, uh, it, it's getting worse, I feel like. I feel like uh, people are forgetting how to behave. You know, I have my issues. I, I I do. I have my issues. But at least I know how to behave. Like, if I'm out in public, I, I could behave. Like, I know how to act properly. I know how to keep it together. I suffer with anxiety very bad. But I guess not as bad as this guy. I don't think I would ever open up a plane door. But, you know, never say never. Never say never. I don't know how bad it is out there. I haven't really been outside much these past couple of years. But apparently it's bad. Apparently it's real bad. Fucking Lululemon is starting is beginning to fire employees who uh who try to stop shoplifting. I guess Lululemon has a real shoplifting problem, which makes complete sense. I've actually for a while now, I've been wanting shorts from Lululemon because you know I'm a follower, not a leader. But the shorts there are ninety dollars. There's no shot in my right mind that I'm gonna pay ninety dollars for shorts. But apparently there's a lot of people who just go there and they don't pay the $90 for the shorts. They just steal them. They just steal the fucking sports bras and run out. And they're not allowed to do anything. They're not allowed to press charges. They're not allowed to, you know, call the police. The CEO is like, oh, it's just material things. It's not important. 
which is so, like, interesting. It's so interesting that we're able to just steal shit now. Walgreens, they're not fucking playing. They're not playing like Lululemon. Walgreens apparently is beginning to just lock everything up. Walgreens is beginning to just lock up all of their items. And then whenever you go in there to buy, you know, Skittles and baby powder, you got to, like, ask an employee to, like, unlock the cage and then give it to you. Which I feel like there's a better way to do that. I feel like I feel like it would be more appropriate to just have babysitters. Like you walk into Walgreens and it's like, oh, this is Henry. Henry's going to walk you around Walgreens today and make sure you get everything okay. But in reality, it's like we don't want you stealing the fucking um, whatever, plan B. We don't want you stealing the plan B today. We're not playing that. It's interesting, man. It's really, really fascinating. I hear about all this shit from my dad. Dude, my dad has been helping me out so much with these podcast episodes because he comes home every day. And he's, I, I, I talked about this last week. He comes home every day mad. He's just pissed. But I think it's like a fake mad because, like, you know, he doesn't get violent or anything. He just, like, audibly is upset about the way the world is right now. And it's hilarious to listen to. Every day at 4 o'clock, my dad comes home and he just, unleashes just he's basically like a he's basically like a uh, like a twitter feed like he comes home and he's just fucking pissed about this this that giving me just news stories and i'm listening but i'm not really listening to what he's saying i'm more listening to be uh being like oh that would be a good that would be a good podcast topic so that's how i found out about all this shit so i found out about the migrants so i found out about the plane door so i found out about walgreens all from him all of it all of it from him. He's just mad. He gets upset. He's like, what the fuck is going on out there? Fucking, this isn't right. This world's in so much trouble. And I've just been, yeah, I agree. So this is what I say to him. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. And I've just been watching Euphoria all day. All day. Just watching Euphoria. Which, by the way, I finished Euphoria in like three days. There's no God on that show. Oh, Jesus. There is no God on Euphoria. It was an all right show. People kind of blow it out of proportion. I mean, it was all right. A year ago or two years ago when the second season was coming out, all my friends were like, oh, Euphoria is so good. I love it. Can't wait for Sunday. Euphoria Sunday. And then they'd all watch it together. But I didn't watch it with them because I didn't watch the first season. So I didn't want to be confused. But uh, there's a lot of dicks on that show. I kind of liked it. I kind of liked it, and I'll tell you why. Not because, you know, there was dicks on the show, but because there was a lack of titties on the show. There was way more dicks than titties, and I liked that. I feel like that was, I feel like there was something different. Because I feel like it's so common for TV shows and movies to just show titties. Just show, just show the girl naked. Not Euphoria. Mm-mm. Every, dude, I've never seen so many dicks in a TV show. There are so many. Every, every episode... You could bet you could bet the over on five decks being shown. You can most certainly bet the over. And it would be a lock. Nobody was groomed. Nobody groomed their penis on that show. Everybody was like weirdly hairy. It was kind of gross. I realized how just how gross penises are. Cause you know, I look at my dick every day. And I you know, I enjoy it. I feel like it's a good looking penis. But then when I'm watching Euphoria, I'm like, ugh. 
people aren't as blessed as me. This shit's gross. Like, I didn't really want to watch it. But I did, because the storyline was alright. It was relatable, kind of. It was a little bit more dramatized. Dramatized as my high school experience, but... It was still kind of relatable, like the, uh... Like the themes. Which I guess makes sense why it's so popular amongst my generation. My mom, like, wanted to watch it. She's like, ooh, you're watching Euphoria? I want to watch that. I was like... You should pass on this one, Mom. You should definitely pass. There's there's nothing on Euphoria for you. Because as long because if you could stomach the dicks and just the constant sex on the show, which is fine, you're a grown woman, it's still just going to make you nervous about, you know, your kids. So maybe set this one out, Mom. But yeah, man, all the characters on the show were juniors, which I found hilarious because they all looked way older than me. They all looked like grown. They were probably all in their mid-20s, all the characters, but they were in high school. People had face tats. Like I said, it was way dramatized. But um, it was still a good show. I enjoyed it. I mean, I watched it in three days. So fucking, you know, at least I'm accomplishing something these days, right? Ugh. There's a lot of blackmail on the show, which is like, in my high school experience, I don't think I was ever blackmailed, which is good. I feel like that's good. I feel like the fact that no one ever blackmailed me to get them to do something, I feel like I feel like that means I had a pretty good high school experience. But like, I do weird shit like blackmailing. I don't blackmail people, but like I... uh. I do this thing. I saw this on uh, Instagram of somebody mentioning it. Of like, it was uh, it was uh, Justin LeBoy or uh, fucking whatever that Instagram account's called. And he said something, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I know he's joking, but I do that shit. That's so like I've never actually consciously thought about this thing that I'm about to say, but I do it a lot. I do this weird thing where like when I'm with people, like people who I'm close with, um. I, like, film them. Like, I film funny videos of them. Like, like I, you know me. I like to capture moments. I'm a, I'm an artist. I, I, I always capture funny moments of my friends and stuff like that. And I've realized, and you want to know why I do that? It's because I'm preparing for an Instagram post for if and when they die. Is that fucked up? Is that, is it fucked up that I kind of, I don't want to say dream of, but like fantasize about writing a RIP post to like one of my close friends. Is that, is that fucked up? I think it is fucked up, but even though it is fucked up, can't say I'm not prepared. Mm-mm. Joey's never not prepared. And I'll tell you why. Because whenever I see a good old fashioned, a good old fashioned tribute post on the gram, I've seen them. A couple times a year they come out from people that I follow. And I always read it and I'm like, damn, this shit's powerful. And look at how many likes and comments they're getting. Everybody's showing them love. And I'm like, dude, I got to be prepared. I got to be prepared for everybody that I'm close to, that I consider a close friend. Um, I got to be prepared to post, to put, to put a post out there, a slideshow, a carousel of, you know, pictures of me and them. Or, uh, 
videos of them laughing or us having a laugh because it's like, hey, guys, look, we're close. But they died. So now it's like kind of adding more substance in my life and like character development. And I post that shit on the gram. So then when new people come into my life and they look at my gram, they're like, oh, wow. He's had someone close to him die before. But yeah, man, Jake's a producer on uh, Euphoria, which is crazy. <laughs> what does that even mean, bro? What the fuck does that even mean? Drake, you produced Euphoria? What, were you in there holding the boom mic? <laughs> little Drakey Poo holding the little boom boom mic. Doesn't make any fucking sense. I can't wait to have a made-up job like that. I cannot wait to just be a creative director and just, like, be able to just make decisions, like, creative decisions, but not actually, like, do anything for something and then just take so much credit. That's so sick. Dude, do you guys see that Drake photo, that new Drake photo that came out? Let me actually pull this shit up real quick. The fucking, uh, the state property photo with the uh, painted nails, the yellow nails. People are uptight about this shit, huh? People are not happy with Drakey Poo. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's not a man. He's trying to brainwash our men to fucking be feminized. Who's going to clean the sewers? Relax, guys. If you're looking, if you're looking to Drake on as a role model on how to be a man, you've lost already. So just, you know, paint your fucking nails at this point. People are funny, dude. Everything, everything is propaganda now, Corden. You know, I'm I like to sit around and um I like to sit around and get upset as you guys know from this podcast if you listen every week I always come on here and say the same kind of things just ranting about how miserable life is but there's also some instances where I'm like relax this is one of those instances a lot of people are upset with Drake for painting his nails but like come on there's way way bigger issues way way bigger issues no one's fucking going after Al Pacino and Robert De Niro for having kids at 90 years old. No one's going after them. But no, people have to go after Drake. Leave Drake alone. You leave that man alone. Let him paint his nails. Fuck it. Who the fuck cares? Drake gets more play than all of you. Who are bitching. So let him paint his nails. But yeah man dude. Can you believe that? Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Just pumping out kids. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, they need to they need to end this writer strike cuz these actors are going going fucking nuts. Dude, they're eight, Robert De Niro's like 85 years old, just having a kid. It makes no fucking sense. This is what happens. This is what happens when these actors, when these empty vessels don't have scripts to study and they don't have something a character to portray. They just start fucking whatever's near them and then having kids, not even thinking cuz they're just like, "Oh, I got the money for a kid." Yeah, but you don't have the emotional availability. Because you're going to die soon. Because you're going to die soon. People around you are going to make Instagram posts to get some likes. Oh. Zach Biel will probably have a fucking post about Robert De Niro. Zach Biel is just friends with everybody. He had a he had a whole carousel for Virgil. I'm like, dude, like you guys are like aren't even in this like moving the same groups. 
But no, all of a sudden, Zach Bia had fucking a bunch of pictures with Virgil. I was like, damn, how fucking sick is that? Dude, if I hung out with Virgil, I'd be taking pictures with him just in case he died. Oh, yeah, best believe that. Best believe, I, I'm hating on Zach Bia, but I do the same shit. I would do the same exact shit. If I was hanging around with celebrities, best believe I'll be taking pictures with them. So when they die, it's like, yeah, guys, I was friends with him. I was friends with him. What about it? Writing a fucking emotional caption. Like, oh, I can't believe you're gone. I used to love sitting courtside. Courtside at the Lakers game with you. We were always laughing. Eating Cracker Jacks. It was so much fun. That's where I'm trying to be. Courtside with Pete Davidson. Taking pictures with him. And then when Pete Davidson dies, be like, dude, Pete Davidson was my fucking brother. I'm devastated. (laughs) Oh, man. How fucking electric is this shit, man? Dude, next week's episode is the one-year anniversary. So don't miss that episode. Do not miss it. Do not miss it. I'm going to wrap this one up. Um, Be sure to follow. Be sure to follow the podcast's Instagram account. Uh, Don't forget. Don't forget to follow the podcast's Instagram account. And be sure to come back for next week's episode because the next week's, the best episode, the best Shits and Giggles episode is always the next one. That's what I say. I always say the best one's the next one. Like I'm Tom fucking Brady. All right, everybody. Praise God. I love you all. Um, I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.